a fistful away Check from one, your, two. Less than a fist, fist away from your thing. Pop, pop. Check, there check. Go. Right there? Yeah, Touch my face. Eli, are those oh, uh, swallow birds? They are. Really? A couple of them. Like I love those. I was actually going to do those on my thighs instead of the eagles. Like my last name. Oh, those are really nice. Say, are those things, like, ah, I didn't even realize that. They're all pretty yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you like Kim's? I, I, oh, I, I knew they were swallow birds. I didn't I just think about little, it. I got another single needle one here. This is the best one by far. Just sword. Oh, I want to get yeah. something like that. Are you getting a sword too? Well, yeah. so I... A little balloon too. Oh, we're going to everything here. A little balloon too. Oh. Go well, who's, your, who's your artist? This guy's name is a Korean guy named. Uh, of course, a Korean. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fake. I'm curious. If, I'm wondering if she's the same <laughs> guy. Take three words in Korean. They're on my body. Uh, <laughs> Zake tattoo. Is Bro, I went to him yesterday. Shut up. Tat- Zeke at Chronic Ink. Oh, let's see the tattoo. Zake at Tattoo People. Oh, Zake. Yeah. It's not Z E K E. A K E. Oh, my guy's name is Zeke dot tattoo whatever on Instagram. These I went guys. yesterday. I got one on my. It's on my. Take my arm out. Take the whole fucking shirt off. Duh. I'll see what I lost a couple pounds my on this diet. Shit. That carnivore diet. They just fucking itching to take this stuff off. Oh, oh nice. That's I'm glad you went with the circle. These are my two newest ones. Yeah, the circle's a lot better. Yeah. So this one's like uh, Greek mythology. It's kind of like the story of Icarus, but it's a different one. That's Similar sick. Thing. Uh, and this one I got from a guy recently, Weird Tattoos. Shout out to Weird Tattoos. Both Zeke and, and Weird are like, they're really sick. I've been trying to go to them for a I've while. I've seen Weird Tattoos on Instagram. Weird Tattoos are some of the best portraits. I've like, he has one of Jimi Hendrix on some guy. Holy shit. It looks like, it looks real. I think he has a Robin Williams one. I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like almost blurred kind yeah. of. Or like two. I think so. It's him with a beard, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes. I screenshot like that. Yeah. yeah. He... Ooh. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, um, but yeah, yours. No, yours are. I noticed that they're like single yeah. needle. And that's. I think my my hair style. Most ninety percent of mine are single needle. I Who's think. the girl that just moved in? Aiko. Aiko. Yeah, she's done, she's like sick too. She's done uh, here. She, literally yeah, at, right in here. Shout out to Aiko. She. Um, yeah, huge shout out. She. Uh, I. I got my first tattoo from her a few years ago at. Uh, she was at. Black Widow. I'm mm-hmm. just yeah, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. Spat in Queen. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. So she. What are you laughing at? I thought about something completely off oh, topic. Okay. So that's why I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that. Uh, you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I do she's, that too. Uh, she's really good. She did the one, the, she did the butterfly on my, on my shin that, that gives me the most, it's, it's interesting because Sugar, the, the butterfly baby. have like, um, all my buddies make fun of me for it. I actually like it. I actually, like it. I actually they, like it. I love it. Like, yeah. like DB, when I got it, he started singing, uh, you're my butterfly. Sugar, oh, 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 crazy yeah. town. Crazy butterfly. Remember the one hit wonder? So he was kind of like teasing me about it. And, uh, <laughs> then they got, the guy's kind of like, why are you getting a butterfly? And I was like, you know what? I just really liked it. And it's funny because that is the tattoo. For some reason, I get the most compliments from females on. Like they see like, oh, I love the butterfly. It's I'm beautiful. Like, I've seen that one that, before. That, that wasn't the intention of why I got it. I just thought it was cool. I wanted to sit on my shin. Um, I go to that one. Turned George is sick. blossoming out of his shell like a butterfly out of a cocoon. Well, it's funny. I was golfing this weekend. A guy. Uh, it was a caterpillar one time. Then <laughs> yeah, it turned into it a freaking butterfly. I evolved it over Such time. Such a bad joke. I played golf. Uh, I was in our member member this past weekend. And I was playing with these. Uh, these older guys, really cool guys. They were they actually ended up winning our flight. Um, we were just making small talk. And he's like, like of all my tattoos, because I was wearing shorts. You can see all most of mine. He's like, why butterfly? And I was like, honestly, I wish I had a good answer, but it's probably like one of the few that has absolutely no meaning. But I guess do I some could, members give you a hard time for having exposed tattoos on the course? Not really. 
There's a lot of guys at my course that have like mm -hmm. they have like some a lot of guys have sleeves. A lot of hockey players. Why, are, go sorry, there. are you not allowed to have tattoos on golf? No, no but like I know what he means. Like no. old, older guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I play golf with guys. It's still right. an old school kind of energy. You know, they don't want some places don't want you on the phone in the clubhouse. That I can't. That for sure. Smoking cigarettes on the course and stuff like that. You can't be on the phone in the clubhouse or not on the course you're not supposed to be there. Can't change your shoes in the parking lot. A lot of private courses stuff like that. You got to be careful. Yeah. Your bucket Rick hat was, would be. Was there that your I don't, I don't your bucket hat course, would be faux pas, bro. I fucking rock. No, I only rock bucket hats. <laughs> I only rock bucket hats if I'm golfing. Like, yeah. I can't wear another hat. We didn't. I didn't. Shout out to Big Dog Golf. Didn't Fuck go this no. year. Did so I. Sad. I was in New York yeah. from Reddy's uh, bachelor party. I had a. I thought the deposit day was the event, not the actual event date. So I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Of course I can. Then I found I have a wedding on the that date, so I couldn't go watching all these videos. Moretti and Shay Shay's a golfer, eh? Buddy. He he's entered in a tournament or he just entered a tournament. Either one of the Is two. Is he really good? He well, he cracked eighty a couple weeks ago. Cracked no cracked par. Correct par, yeah, no, he cracked. So he par, par, whatever, man. He had a really good round, like a couple Listen, weeks ago. Listen, respectfully, eighty is cool. Par is seventy-two. Yeah, he he crushed it the other day. So he entered his first tournament. He goes, I'm probably gonna lose, but I don't give a fuck. I just want to enter. It's still unreal. It's Shout out to Shane Morrison. Yeah, but what I was saying, him and Moretti, they spoke about doing their golf tournaments and like discuss this, and then neither of them thought about telling each other about their <laughs> dates of their golf tournaments. Nope. So then, and then Shay's tournaments booked the same weekend as Moretti's bachelor party, and I was like, Moretti, like you couldn't have told them you were planning on doing a bachelor party. You guys obviously talked about your golf tournaments. Like Shay invites me. Oh, here it is. I'm like, bro, I can't go. I got Murray's bachelor. He's like, oh, that's the same day. I was like, yeah, you guys were on the phone like two weeks ago. Didn't you talk about this? Do you ever think about doing a Crown Entertainment reunion with uh, Givambi <laughs> DJing? The whole time. We're really hopping all over the place. All here. the time, Eli. All the yeah. time, bro. All the time. Sea like, Lounge. Fuck, I just want. I just want to throw like one. Can I get a comp party. and a plus one, please, yeah, Rick? Everybody. Please, please, please. No, I know. I was actually thinking about the other day because our group of friends. We used to go out, get bottles, and like have crazy nights all the time. And we haven't gone to a club and done bottle service in forever. And George, remember you said you were going to do it for your birthday. Yeah, then I realized I don't care about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I miss the nights where like we get together, we pre-drink at like nine, ten o'clock, and then like we go to the club, we get bottles, and we all like get crazy drunk. The bottles thing, you really want to do that? Like oh, man, I'm, yeah, I'm down so. to have the same crew, same group, same events on a patio or on a yeah. boat. Yeah, in the summer, yeah, patios on a boat, nice, right? You know, but bottle service, I don't know. I still love it. I was debating doing it for my birthday just because it was like my as most people did have two birthdays through like a pandemic. But mine were like both in the middle of a lockdown, so I didn't do much. I think I literally think stayed home twice. I think I was with Ricky and DB one, and then my girlfriend for the other. I think. So as mine was approaching, I was like, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Like maybe going to a nightclub like old times one last time would be fun because I I also just generally yeah. don't enjoy. Sorry, not enjoy. I just because I don't stay up late enough most days to be going like out to nightclubs <laughs> anymore. Like patios, I do, and sometimes it carries on late. But I don't like want to anticipate be going somewhere at midnight. The day drink, the day event is is the play these yeah. days. So that's why like, I was Sunday, thinking about doing it. And I just Rick, I, you out. know I didn't see Ricky smile. I heard Ricky smile when I said Sunday's a good day drinking event day. And yesterday I started ahead. drinking at noon. <laughs> I was in bed dead asleep by nine p.m. It's perfect. Maybe even earlier to be honest. It's perfect. I think I walked home when it was still sunny yesterday. And I slept, I woke up. Yeah, I was tired because you have a crappy sleep. But I'm like, I'm not like deathly hungover. I made it to work on time. I was fully functional all day today. Amazing. The only thing that sucked is I didn't work out yesterday. But You want to talk, talk about hangovers? I, uh, sorry, that's the best <laughs> way to do it. But like, I'll tell you what, what's not a good way to do it. Is, uh, <laughs> so I played, um, you know Justin, J-Lac? He knows J-Lac. Uh, Lachine. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Is it Lachine um, or Lachine? Lachine, yeah. 
Yeah. Make sure. We uh, so like we, if I've been saying it wrong for like ten I'm years. I'm putting now. a little bit of a, I'm a little bit of a jew on that. I guess. <laughs> we um we played in the member together. So we played in the member member to member together on the on Friday. It started Friday afternoon. Justin is a twenty six handicap. Bro, how are you see that bad if he has hold a on. golf membership? Hold on. Well, I don't know. there's a lot of guys at the course that are not very good. Like some guys just wait, hold on. But me, sorry, not, sometimes golf is not. He's not very good. I'll explain the story. Okay, sorry. So I'm about a. Th- I'm a 13 index, so my handicap was a 15 that day or something. Um, but I've also been playing with a sprained ankle all year, so I couldn't turn, all this stuff. Two weeks before the tournament, like leading up to it, like I was like dialed in. I was shooting like hmm. the best rounds. So I was like, oh, people are going to call me a sandbagger. First like hold, like you're a sandbagger because I just absolutely crushed the ball. But anyways, Justin and I play in the member. Remember, we played in 2019. And we played in 2019. He was also like a 29 handicap. He shot his best round I've ever seen him shoot. So this time we go into it, we're like, let's just have fun. Like, we're just like, we'll have a good time, shoot the shit. Greasy plays. Oh my God, if I tell you, like, this is the problem, is that <laughs> I play well under pressure, and I and he does too. It's weird, like, I, I've played with him many times. He shoots, like, in the high 90s. He had, like, a net, a, like a, sorry, a gross birdie. That means just, you know what that means. Um, For, like, a, it was a net two or one or something. I don't yeah, know, he, so was, like, like, he was dialed, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just dialed in. Like, we could not miss. And even the holes where he played bad on, I was dialed in. So, on a par three, 16th hole, uh, it would have been our, yeah, like, it was our 16th hole. We started shock him. 16th hole. At this point, we're, like, seven under. We're, like, in contention. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, we're probably tied for first this point. You're pissing off some members as well. Yeah, and like, guys are like, come on. Like, you can't. <laughs> and, like, guys, I swear to God, I've been playing this. Like, I'm not this good. Justin, I know, like, he knows the same thing. So even on the holes where he shot poorly, like his handicap would indicate, like he launched, he hit a missile somehow over the green, hits the car path, ball gone. So I got to go up and redeem us. Otherwise, we're going to triple bogey, fall out of the lead. I hit a, I hit an iron. I skull it. It lands two feet from the hole. And I had one stroke on that hole. So I got a net hole in one. So it shaved two strokes off. Just like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, you guys win the whole thing? We ended up, so oh, sorry, going back to the point of hangovers. So we're we're at so it's long story. We're minus eight, tied for first, and I'm like, and I didn't drink the whole round. Me and Justin both didn't drink, and I was actually fasting that day, so I didn't even eat the whole round. Not actually, I had like a half a meat hot dog, whatever. But anyways, fasting. So we're done the round. I'm like, we're tied for first. We're not drinking tonight. And there's like typically a dinner after, and it gets kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. All the guys have a good time. I was like, I'm not drinking. He's like, come <laughs> on, man. Like you like it's. Then I start hanging out with the like, younger members on that stuff. We have a couple glasses of wine. Then I get to the Negronis. And like, you know, I got home still by like one. But we had to tee off at 8 a.m. the next day. Oh, we imploded. All right, yeah. We definitely played to our handicap. But being out in 30 degree heat at 8 a.m. <coughs> with a hangover, <laughs> that was arguably. Did you, did you drink on Saturday? I had to have a couple. I, think the I edge was going to say, like, yeah. I had it like That's a rough. We started at 8 a.m. And we started like on hole seven, the halfway house on nine. We grabbed like a Caesar and like a couple other things and just get, get take the edge off. We still finished tied for second in our flight somehow. Um, but yeah, that was a big, big mistake. I've got a good question for both of you. Mm. Tell me the story behind your worst hangover ever. Oh, how much time you got? Oh my God. No, I don't know. Like worst ever? Well, one that comes to mind. Okay. Like, I, for Come sure. On. Yeah, I yeah, knew Yeah, that's an easy one. Well, you're pointing at each other. No, it's college no, days? Havar, no. no, this is like four or five years ago. I'll tell the Coles Notes version. Yeah. Havar, we went out. We had a, like a really, really late night. Um, Carpe we diem. Yeah, we were at like, we were up for like breakfast. <laughs> and I like, honestly, like, you know, you're like just rough. I mean, Shan was, I'm like, all right, let me have a couple Aperol. Sp- like, I'm having Aperol spritz to get the day going. It was like probably not. And we yet. had to switch, mind you, we had to switch um, hotels that day or Airbnbs that day. So we were like in limbo. 
Um, so we sat at the bar by the port with our shit, and I just like had one Aperol spritz, and I'm like, okay, like not feeling great. Yeah, maybe one more. And essentially, I probably had like <laughs> six, seven. six, seven, and I was like, just like absolutely pickled by like. 11 yeah. Yeah. No, even earlier oh, yeah. and noon. then we kept going to bed. I'm like Rick I gotta go sleep like, I'm gonna die so we got checked to the hotel by like whatever noon and I blacked out for 24 hours literally I'm not kidding 24 hours straight I don't think the guy was alive and was so the, that was a double hangover because I was hungover in between changing hotels so I tried to take the edge off took off too much of the edge and then the next day I was like I was a zombie oh, that was a good one what about you Eli buddy you guys heard of Four Locos yeah of yeah. course the old ones you know where last time the I had OG those ones? Four Locos. Um. Were you there that weekend when we went to go see Viola in uh, Potsdam? Were you there? You nope. were there. I was no? probably in Oswego having myself some Four Locos as well. I could have swore you were something. No. I'm misremembering. So like, obviously. Some other half, half Asian dude. Yeah. I thought he was there for some reason. We all mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> Played D3 at Oswego. Had the privilege of watching many games, but had the privilege of also drinking real US priced booze and Four Locos when they were to the original. Before they started making people's hearts stop. Basically, well, the equivalent to what no, I was uh, weren't the original ones, the ones, the ones that made, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <coughs> while so they were for yeah, my first for my first two years of university, we had the original sold to us in a gas station, available to us in a gas station. Are they, are they like a buck or something? They're considered, I think they're like two ninety nine, and it's like the equivalent of like two beers and a Red Bull per can. Yeah, I think even more caffeine. Maybe more. It's it's, it's absurd. A it's a lot. Cause it's a tall boy. It's a lot of caffeine. So you'd have one of those to pre-drink. Some of these guys, myself included. You're fucking. If you really want. to so one time I floored it and said, you know, let's do two. And then you have another something else, whatever. Then you have three. And then the malt vinegar for loco hangover is like nothing you could ever understand. Wait, malt vinegar? It, malt vinegar, malt liquor. Oh, okay. It, it probably could have been. It was that <laughs> It was that bad. But like, I remember waking up and not even knowing where I was. Didn't even think what country I was in, but like just completely obliterated on this like four loco stuff. Two years later, it's illegal. Does it yeah. still exist today? Not illegal. They changed it to like being less caffeine yeah. or I think it was like people were actually in dying it. on it. Yeah. Some oh, yeah. Have. U.S. <laughs> college. Well, and the whole, the well, U.S. I've, party I've, scene. I've seen people funnel them yeah. like in college. Like, or well, the U.S. party like, seems different. I might have hit one once. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, the I've, US, seen, I've seen people funnel them. Georgia Gap, I did it once. No, well, no. I've I only did half it though. When you go to like a Western, like you guys are going to bars at like, it's 19. U.S., it's 21. So if you can't go to a bar, you're throwing an absolute ridiculous Ranger. American pie style house party. And like it was, it, college was a good time. I wish I played more hockey, but it was a good time. How sure. many years did you play there? Like actually played uh, four there? years, four full years of college. And you played all four years? Uh, uh, yeah, on the roster. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going somewhere. Uh, all, <laughs> on the roster. Is all there an Second year I played a lot. And third and fourth year, it was, uh, you know, like anything, you learn a lot going through a tough a time. closer. The mic, just a little bit. There you go. You learn a lot going through a tough time, not playing a lot, but at the same time, it was a hell of a time. When we were kids, Eli was sick. Oh yeah, like Eli was like number two or three on our team. I was good, and yeah. then it was like and then like Corey, happened. and then like Robin Serdik, and then you. Some names there, man. Oh my gosh. Once upon Remember a Robin Serdik, did he ever make it? I don't know. I think I think he was also in like in soccer and stuff like that. But uh, Corey's still playing in the K. Yeah, Robin Serdik went to my school. Did he? Played on like every fucking team. Yeah, that guy there's just an athlete. He was a defenseman, yeah? Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. Crazy slap shot too. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Croatian. <laughs> he was he's good. Sertic. S R T I C whatever. With like one of the letters had the Sertic. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the letters I don't know, Georgie, but like did you I don't know if you guys cross paths a lot, but like we didn't cross paths in high school. No, but I at all. all the guys in my high school play I so I 
I didn't play hockey ever. Grow- I mean, I played like for a bit, but like I just George can take a slap shot, but can't skate. I can rip a clapper. But <laughs> well, you're a base- the, ba- the baseball hips. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even that good at shooting. My buddies probably just gassed me up, making me feel no. Like George, was- you have a decent slap shot. Probably okay. Got some yeah. weight. I get throw some weight behind it. Yeah, uh, got but- a good drive too. I bet. Off- Are you a lefty? <laughs> a righty. Righty. Yeah. Hockey lefty, golf righty, which is weird. Lefty like, hockey, lefty yeah, ho- lefty weird. golf. I'm you- a lefty lefty. Yeah, I'm a lefty-lefty. That's like standard. You're a Southpaw goalie. You're the weirdest guy on the yeah, block. Yeah, that's odd. That's odd to be Southpaw goalie, but a lefty shot. But you yeah. golf right. But I started lefty. playing golf originally as a kid. So I golfed righty. My dad was already cut. He cut his clubs for me. Started right-handed. When I cousins, uh, I played hockey. My cousins would play in their base in their basement. They were all lefties. They used their sticks. And I didn't play a lot of hockey when I was young. So, yeah, but yeah, I was, yeah. I guess, ambidextrous. I guess Bro, that's mm-hmm. crazy, though. Um, a lot of guys that lefty hockey are righty golfers. Really? A lot of them. A lot. Um, Wayne Gretzky. Maybe he'll hear this stick, and talk right? about it. Wait, Wayne was a righty? Lefty in hockey, righty golf. Am I Wayne Gretzky? All the, you know, <laughs> if kidding. you want to get relevant, Rubinos. Yo, I heard Mark I got, got good. fucking sick at golf. Well, last time we were at the big dog, he was like, I've never played before. He came in a Ricky Fowler outfit, all orange, but yeah, never couldn't swing a golf player. club. Now he's a stick. Yeah, Mark's also super athletic, right? Like Mark's Mark's a lefty. Mark's yeah, really but golf's good. interesting. You can be super athletic and like still be like. Um, actually, sorry, let me retract that. I guess I'm, I was just thinking of like a lot of guys who pick it up later in life don't have the smoothness of a swing. But if you're a hockey player, that, you probably have the. So I was actually talking about this with someone uh, the other day about all the the sports where you swing something. I feel like the swinging motion, whether it's tennis, hockey, baseball, golf, I feel like you can translate that over from sport yeah. to sport. Maybe, mm-hmm. okay, just because you're a good hockey player doesn't mean you're going to be a good golfer, but you know how to swing properly. Because you have a fluid, like you, yeah. you know the fluid, like you said, athletic, like that yeah. motion. The golf swing is very different than like hockey mm-hmm. and baseball. Baseball actually it's a good hurts founda- my golf It's a swing. good foundation to build off well, of like you or t- adjust. Yeah, like sure. let's say you take an athletic football player. They might not necessarily be a good golfer. Mm-hmm. You take an athletic hockey player or baseball player, I'd yeah, be willing yeah, to bet that they'd some, be a better golfer. Something to build around with yeah. the hand motion where you're holding it too and stuff like that. Yeah. That momentum of turning it. Yeah. I'm just um, trash across the board. You Are you saying, actually shit at golf yet? No, I'm okay. I feel like you're better than me. Low 80s. I haven't broke 80 yet before. Fuck out of here, man. I'm trying. I try to break 100 every time I play. I played uh, actually Georgie's course a couple weeks ago. That's a course. You know who I played with? Tell me. Vic DiGiulio, Colin Flabby, and Mike Ford. I saw them both. So I'm wow. calling Mike at the at the course. Yeah. Collins remember like sick, sick. They were funny guys. We were having some drinks after. Yeah. This wow, those so are some. Those Vic, are three names. So Mike yeah, Ford. They're telling Mike us. Ford. I'm not gonna say they're like. Um, one of them, I don't want to say, but one of us tell the story like, oh yeah, Rick's like, he got to fire it up. Eh? He's like, he tells me, okay, where are we going tonight? I don't worry, I already got a table. I'll meet you downtown, pick you up in two minutes. He goes, I thought I have time to go home, you know, at least take a piss. Ricky was already in my lobby before I ready to go, Bro. get in the car. Not Vic. No, 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 Mikey no, Ford, no. fuck it. <laughs> so, my, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, he's, having, he's having you up, but he's like, I've never seen somebody figure out plans and get like so get this all sorted in like, a short amount of time. Yeah, for so, sure. Me and Vic are in the same industry now, right? So, Vic, been, he's been calling me like a little Vic's bit. Vic's not at my, not at the course. No, no, he's no. not a member of your I call love Vic. Vic. So, Vic, and man, I, until I, I die, I'll always love Vic because he's the reason I passed grade 11 physics. I'll never forget that. So, I have Vic fucking my grade 11 physics life. Uh, but Vic's been calling me late because we're in the same industry. He's like, let's get together. I was like, yeah, man, let's fucking do it. But Vic will call me like, on Monday. But, hey, hey, you want to play golf on Thursday? I was like, bro, like, I need like a week or two to, to plan my Let day. Let me know. I'll Especially come. Call take, me. I'll go tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, like, come, I'll to, come too. I'll if I need to it. take the day, the day off. So we plan this out. We're going golf. It's going to be like me, you, Colin Flabby, Mike Ford. I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen Ford in 
since Western, like 10 years ago. Colin Flabby, I haven't seen in 15 years probably. Oh, wow. So I'm like, this is going to be so nice. So we go, we're out on the course, we're having a couple of drinks, we're having a good time. Then we stick around after the clubhouse and George's fucking course is beautiful. Like they have a oh. clubhouse just for like the men or something. It's like the men's house or something. The locker room, the locker room. Yeah, but like it's not a, a it's like it's a there's locker a bar, a lounge, a yeah. restaurant. Like it's fucking sick. St. Jorge's. Yeah. So <laughs> we sit down there, we're drinking, we're having a good time. And I'm like, Mikey, man, you should come out with me because he lives in Liberty. I'm like, bro, come out with me whenever you are. I was like, whenever. I was like, I don't know. What do you do tonight? Like, I don't know. I didn't want to shake it, but fuck, I'm, you know. That scares me. I've had three or four drinks, you know. I, I could have three or four more easily. Next thing you know, I'm like, hey, Mike, here's the plan. You got to go drop off your car. I'll pick you up. We're going to go to my car. We're going to my place. We'll drop off my car. And then we're that gonna go night. That night, we literally. You could invite me to anything on the bro. Planet. We turned if it around that night. I'm probably gonna bro. Be we like, turned nope. this around in like 30 seconds. We went, we went to a couple different spots. So like we had a good night. Yeah, that. Yeah, that night was a fun night. I yeah uh, yeah we had a good night that night. I'll just I'll leave it at that. I don't uh, you know. I haven't fucking talked to the guys since. I'm gonna send them a message after this. We we got we've been jumping around. Like, what's your worst hangover story? Um, to be honest, I was thinking about as I was listening to your guys' answer. The one that came to mind most recently. Is um, right before, like maybe a couple weeks before Christmas. I went out um, this year. Yeah, like a couple weeks, a couple months ago, or I guess six months ago now. You're flooring it, Rick. Um, was like eight months ago. Oh uh, yeah, I guess we were closer ago, yeah. to this Christmas than we were to last. So Christmas. we, yeah, we had just like kind of started talking about shutting down cast and whatever. I went out on like a Thursday, or yeah, it was a Thursday. A buddy of mine comes. You want to go for dinner? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So it comes over to mind. We have a drink. Let's go to dinner. Okay, where are we going? Okay, fuck. He wants to go to Marble. His girlfriend at the time worked there. But okay, well, let's go to Marble. Well, then his girlfriend brings us around the shots. One of the bartenders brings us around shots. Another person brings us around shots. Well, next thing you know, like I'm like five shots deep. I haven't even ate. So I'm like feeling pretty good. Long story short, we ended up. It's not, I'm feeling kind of shit. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good now. I'm ready uh, to go. So long Most story short. Most people there would be like, the people listening here were like, I'd be like on the floor. Yeah, like, no. I'm pretty good. Pretty I'm feeling good. good at this point. It's early, it's early so like, in next the you know, like we see other buddies that had a table. I'm that lubricated. We, I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, we I'm ended up sitting go. beside them. Turns out the, the girls beside us had a table. Ah, whatever, crazy night. Next thing you know, I woke up, I was like, it's like maybe I went to, I went somewhere after the bar and the next you know I wake up at 7 a.m. and I have a meeting in Vaughn, an on-site meeting, which like I very rarely have to attend on-site meetings, mm-hmm. but it had to be. It was 8 o'clock, like big project we're working on and it's like seven, 6 a.m. I'm like, fuck, I need to get home. I, I, I fucking Uber home. Literally, I didn't oh, even shower. Oh, I, I was home. Okay, so then Ooh, I Uber home. Me. I grab my car. I race up there. I had two espressos. Like I, I drink espressos for like just... To call them what they are. Call, they're called Spros. Yeah, Spros, sorry. <laughs> Wake up. So I crushed two of them, like literally Nespresso, pressed the button, chugged it. I was like, pressed the button, made another one, chugged it, went up to my site meeting, and I just remember thinking, I'm like, thank God I don't look terrible. And it was like super sunny, so I kept my sunglasses on during the <sighs> meeting. Like middle of the winter, too, I got my two on. I was just miserable. Meeting was like eight to 10. I think I went back to my parents' house and slept there, like until maybe two o'clock. I got to the office on Friday at three o'clock. That's how Friday. bad it was. Though, you mean like that you slept and went back to the office? Yeah, so I slept from like 11 to like 3 and then I went to the office because I was like, I'm literally dying right now. How are Frankie and Elaine? Oh, they're, they're amazing. They're exactly how you were, would remember them. Except I, now we all play pickleball. Pickleball now? You ever played? Uh, no. Oh, so is somebody like sanding a floor right now? I could be vacuuming. Something's yeah, going maybe. on. They're not picking. The sound doesn't I don't pick think it up, it's though. picking it up. A sport I picked up when I was in Spain was paddle. Paddle's crazy. Oh, like paddle like on paddle. the beach? No. You mean like no, the, it's one? One the glass walls, right? It's oh. like tennis mixed okay, with yes, yes. racquetball kind Wait, of rules. Is Where paddle the one when you're in a glass box or not? Yeah, with the yeah. tennis ball. And you can hit it off the back walls and everything? Yeah, you have to hit it off yeah. the, f- so the ground first. Tennis and squash mixed yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, you can hit it off. It has to go off the ground first. And then 
I, you know, I don't want to butcher the rules. No, so it's insane. I know what you're talking cork about. Corkboard. He sent me a video because you could tell more about this. But it was that that sport, and I thought that was the ball went ball. outside the stadium, and they still hit it back in. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy so when they like, do that. But they have Mental. those courts down by Barcelona Beach in Barcelona. And I remember one time I was staying down there. Um, this might not be when we went. It probably would have been like more in the September-ish when yeah, I was yeah. there by myself. And they play like during the day, and, and like old dudes, young dudes, whatever. It's crazy. It's insane. Wild. It's Rick's, in, Rick's it's trying an insane to game. Do you hear what Rick's uh, next goal is? He wants to make the Olymp. Tell him what you want to do. Rick. I want to make the Olympics for pickleball. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty good. much all our reactions. I'm, I'm I'm sponsored already by Head, the racket company. I was sponsored by Cadbury Chocolates playing golf in high school. Did I turn on to the pro tour? Still got time, George. Still got time. <laughs> no, Still time. Rick told us this, and I was like, "We're trying to run." Impossible the is nothing. Math. Adidas. Now you're sponsored by Adidas. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Pickleball. Um, yeah, I know. It's uh, it's my new like obsession lately. Frankly, already. Frank put a corner in his backyard. I, frankly, already. I have so many good Frank stories. You tell your favorite Frank story. I know exactly which one it is. Oh gosh. Well, oh, I I still tell it to this day. We were this so, is good. I love you, Dad. Yeah, shout out to Frank, Annie Lane. Uh, played for the Marlies, Ricky and I. So this is what, like 04, 03? Oh we would have been. I know, it was 02, 03, because we were 12, 13. Yes. And at that time, you always go for like. Hold it like this. Lotus was more straight on, like this. Yeah. This angle's like this. No, 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 not like this. Turn the head like that. Push, pull. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There, there you go. go. A little like more, a little more. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. My bad. No, try to watch the sound. That's why I want to make sure it's good. We're good now. My yeah. bad. Um, so yeah, we play for the Marlies. Consistently go into either a Kelsey's, Eastside Mario's style place to put eighteen hockey players and their parents in like one between spot. tournaments. And shit. Yeah, between yeah, yeah, tournaments. Yeah. And I, I got did play some sports. Casey's and shit. All oh, those man, just you franchises. know, hook it up. And I'm sitting next to Frank already <laughs> one one meal. And this is and I Frank was in the prime of his dieting. Bernstein. I think. Yeah, Bernstein died. Bernstein. Just absolutely, and you know the kids. The kids had the set menu, and I remember Frank leaned into the <laughs> to the waitress and said, "You know what? I'll have I'm gonna have the chicken Caesar salad, but I want no croutons, no bacon bits, and you know if you can just put the dressing on the side. You know what? No, no dressing, no dressing." <laughs> Bro, my oh, man ate a salad raw. Listen, oh, wait, just chicken and the salad. He ordered a chicken, chicken Caesar lettuce. salad, but said no. So he no ordered cheese, no croutons. This waitress looked at him. This waitress looked at him like he had fifteen heads and said, "So you want chicken and lettuce in a bowl?" And he's like, "You don't just light on the dressing. Light on the dressing. It's okay." And I literally tell this story all the time when I hear someone say dressing on the side, because it's just like. He's just such a character, man. He was—he's always been so good to me and Elaine too. Yeah, just, fuck, just good unbelievable best, people, man. man. Frank lost like seventy or eighty pounds that year. Remember that? Yeah, that Jeez. was crazy. Wild. Well, he's getting dressing on the side. Croutons, fuck, no Caesar salad with no dressing. Croutons or bacon. You dressing on the side? No, yeah, bro, I'm like double dressing, yeah. extra dressing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pour some olive. Give me a bowl of olive oil on the side. What's your go-to salad? I'm gonna ask Rick next. He's probably gonna have some good. crazy oh, stupid answer. You know I said Caesar, but it's definitely Greek. See, extra extra feta. Extra oh, wait, do you do Greek, like the Mr. Greek style with lettuce or the, like the Greek traditional horyatiki, like tomato? Horyatiki. Is, to- is that on the wall? I should have got it. Did you you got to write wall? that after, right? Horyatiki on the wall. I guess we can. So the, right above the heart there. It's, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. It's, definitely, it's definitely the Mr. Greek yeah, iceberg okay, lettuce so that kind was of the, nonsense. I, see, I prefer that. Like, people are going to call me a fake Greek. What's the word that you said before? You are speaking tongues before. What were you saying? 
Horiatiki. Yes, what is that? It means village salad. It's like, that's oh, like the fuck. traditional. Oh, okay. like, the villagers, yes. the fucking sopanas. <laughs> that's on the menu though. At the at, uh, ha- yeah, at, most places will have it. Shout out Astoria. Yeah, I'm trying to get plugged. Big, right yo, now. big plug Astoria. Their lunch special is bomb. I think it's like twelve bucks for a chicken souvlaki. Like I'll dinner. Buy you, I'll buy you lunch if you tell me the owner's name. Something Astoria. It's George. Oh fuck! Of course, George Crisriani. <laughs> I need to know also what is, and this is something I was thinking about what we were going to talk about, and just things I wanted to bring up. And I'm curious, Georgie, why is George such a popular Greek name? Because it means farmer. There you go. And you cultivate, you know. You is let that, you. Is that I, I, don't look at me. So, I'm asking the question. We sow and reap seeds. <laughs> Catch my drip. I'm just kidding. I know. I had no idea. George I know many farmer. Georges. Okay, what's Chris mean? Christos. Christ. Yeah. And Yanni. Um. That I'm not positive with the translation, like what it means. George, like and Dimitri, I would say okay. Like I'm not a fucking Greek thesaurus, bro. Like I know Don't my they teachers name. Teachers in fucking Sunday Greek school. No, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but George just didn't pay attention. No, to that class. I actually did very George's well. Like, in fuck, Greek it's school. not my name. I'm done. One of the reasons I got early acceptance to the Western is because I had a 99 percent in Greek school every year. Not every year, the Shut last up, two years. Nah, I was, but I'm, I'm a dear. Come on, you're, you, I am about as Greek as it gets. I have Greek shit emblazoned on my body, or whatever the other word you, is. You speak fluent Greek, oh, everything. I'd speak it like at, let's say, like a probably a high school level, like a high school Greek person in Greece level. Like Unbelievable. Nikita's, like Dimitri and Costa, those guys, they speak I it still like speak in high they, school level. What about you with Ital- Italian or or Portuguese? Yeah, I probably, speak, Portuguese? I probably speak. I probably speak. I got zero Greek. Korean, None? zero Korean. So this is something too that I like languages. The importance oh, of languages is insane. Like I'm, I, I don't know if we if have. If I could have one you have superpower, kid, you have kids, Rick. Be, I don't have kids. You have kids. No one has kids. That teaching kids oh, languages my, is something my, that like, I think is huge. Yeah, my kids are gonna be like polyglots. I, we all studied French though too since like junior kindergarten. You know the problem is you don't French. realize how important it is until you're old enough. Until you're too old that you don't learn it that quick. But what else? What, name another skill. But not even important. I think it's cool. You take piano lessons as a kid? Yeah. You ever walk by a piano right now in a lobby being like, (laughs) I would do anything to play that thing? You know what's funny? You know where I walked by a piano and I wish I knew how? In Seoul, South Korea. In um, Dion Diamond, how do you say the name? Do you, you know what I don't I, know? I, I'm, I'm, you're more Korean than I am because okay. you've been there. Yeah, I've never even been. been? Oh, no, Korea, Seoul, sick. I need sick. to go. One of my favorite places I've ever. been. I was been. supposed to play pro in Korea. I was okay. So I was gonna yeah. ask yeah, you. You could be on the Korean national team. I was Wait, supposed. To, I was when supposed you were talking to. about hockey. I was gonna say. Bro, you I might even be a able Korean to captain. I was n- listen. Not even close. Why? There's sick Koreans. There's a lot of sick Caucasian guys that have Korean status now uh, so i was gonna say redder, the, redder hair than that fridge and they're they're captaining the korean team when you were talking about maybe i'll play on the italian national pickleball team you never know i was gonna ask if it was because i thought there was a korean league but i don't say i'm like man is that racist if i ask is that not that, at all is that uh, i was just thinking about so i didn't ask there is there is sure enough there is and there is i thought there was a korean funny league. story so when i was in my uh that's so crazy i've got so many other stories i want to tell too like all on topic but we just keep jumping yeah, to the let's, next let's try, let's try go, to gear this in the in no no go go tell your guys we got so much time 30 minutes in this episode we got so much time you like go tell your story that you're what is the hockey korea thing like being half korean like uh a group reached out to me and said because i'm half i would be able to join a korean team as a non-import through paperwork through all this stuff so like in the emails (coughs) like the word free free canadian was kind of like in the text of being like you know you wouldn't have to be an import like and that's a huge deal for some of these countries and you have to have a certain amount I said, I'd love to do it. I think that's amazing. They, I guess they did their research past me being half Korean. And they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to. We're going to. Res- they rescinded the offer. So I was like, I guess they went on my online and looked at my stats on college and was like, we're not giving this guy anything. And they, and they rescinded the offer to go play, Aww. which was understandable. You just flew over there to try it out anyways. Yeah, I would have, you know what? My 
everyone says this, but like college was one thing, but like I could play and it just yeah. like, I got to play in Spain. I got to play two years in Madrid, made some lifelong friends that will listen to this podcast for sure. And, uh, best experience of my life. No doubt about it. I love that. No doubt about it. Lived yeah. in Madrid for two years. Living abroad, doing so, like Spain yeah, is. Spain, I think yeah. I love Spain. Being abroad, a, anywhere playing a sport would be so. Oh sick. man, and these people too, like the Spanish people, they just like you know I've never played anywhere else, but like they just welcomed me in. We're like super thrilled to have a Canadian guy there. Like you know, hockey was in is in all of our veins if you played a little bit in Canada. So to have a, me there and like be with the kids and all that, it was it was an unbelievable experience for sure. See, but how how you did it, I think it's one of the best ways because you went to school, you mm -hmm. got your your degree, you you know you had a full ride or I don't know if it's full ride or whatever. No, whatever. not D, you, not D three. Yeah, I got to go play. You, yeah, you got to play. You got your you got your degree, and then you you know you made a shot at it. You tried. Mm -hmm. Okay, obviously it didn't work. There's so many people that okay go the uh, that go the OHL route, play a couple years of call a uh, couple years overseas. Or or in the E, and they never end up doing anything. It's like, hey, now you're 27, 28. Your injury, you had your, both your knees fucked, your shoulders or concussions. Now you're 28 with zero education, like trying to come back. Okay, again, most hockey bros still do well because, you know, they go get a job in commercial real estate and end up fucking crushing it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them do, right? Yeah, no, no. They doubt. go to these industries CBJL, that are primarily, yeah, brokerage, primarily like boys clubs for lack it's, of it's honestly like and like or they can become real estate agents nothing wrong with that either like those like i was n straight up but you I'll, have your degree now right so like, for sure I'll, and i'll say this confidently i was never good enough to play in the ohl ever i was good enough to play junior no 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 Eli, when we were younger you had the potential to be you were you were literally there was Corey trevino robin sturdick and you were the third best on the team i was definitely a good player but when you get to that certain age of like 15 14 15 like it gets yeah. it gets broken out into a certain group 16, and i was good yeah. But like I wasn't going to go to the O, yeah. the OHL. In my opinion, like the packages that they're offering to students, like you play one pro game, one pro game, that package is gone, yeah. right? So like, yeah, we're going to give you a package for four years at you know a, a great Canadian university after you're done. But these guys got the bug, man. They got the bug to go play one tryout in the AHL after their OHL is done, and they play one game, and their university is done to play. Their the ride's gone, so. Do the I OHL continue? would pay for your school? They, you get a package. Oh, I didn't know so that. You, okay. Because, the, the why don't, is, you probably don't know that because it's not explored by a lot of people. Oh. So, I mean, but, I don't yeah, know that. I don't know that. But from, like, Yeah, so you have two routes. You can go junior A route and then go get D1 scholarship and then go from there go. So that's what Cogliano did. Cogliano only did oh, wait, two. Wait, no, no, but no, hold on a second. But I understand the routes of the NHL, but you're talking about if you – I didn't know if you play in the OHL, you, get a, you can no, go the, afterwards. The, again, it all depends on your deal. So some OHL teams will say, okay, you know what? We want you to come play here. Let's say with the Barry Colts. Okay. You come sign with the Barry Colts. If you don't make it to the end, we'll, we're going to give you a full ride to whatever universities in Barry. Uh, certain certain packages. Oh, okay. It's not oh, a, so it's a specific that, yeah, place. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they'll say they have a relationship with that that school. So you go play, you go to Barry. Then you after that, if you don't make it to the show, Georgian, yeah. you attend Georgian College and you actually also play on the Georgian hockey team as oh, well. Oh, okay, right? okay. They okay. have partnerships. Gotcha. I didn't know that. But I didn't know that thing. Because you know you, who did it? You, you play, know Keaton Turkwitz? Remember him? I know the name, yeah. Yeah, so he played London Knights and then I think after that ended up playing... Western and got a, I don't know if you have full ride, but yeah, yeah he's I, have, I have a couple friends of mine that that ended up playing four because you can play four more years of varsity college at St. Mary's or Western, but in order to do that to play varsity at Canadian University, you can't play pro for one game. I didn't know that. And part, if yeah. a pro if a pro team comes calling you after you're done four years of the OHL and says, hey, listen, like I know you're not drafted, we want to give you a shot here in the in the AHL because we got a couple guys hurt. 
90 you percent. Right you're now. going. But the, so AHL counts as pro. No yeah. doubt. Oh, yeah, you get paid. East, oh, yeah, because you're getting East Coast. East Coast is pro. You know, oh, really? All these, you play one game in that package that... So a lot of guys sit there and say, okay, yeah, I don't know. I've never had this conversation, but I'm thinking about it in my own shoes. Like, am I going to go pro and push this and keep it going? Maybe go to the lower team and stay pro? Or do I put this aside and go to school <laughs> yeah. and get my package? At that point, a lot of players chose to go go choose to go pro, and yeah. they and they and they jeopardize their packages for school, and you know, um, and that's kind of the way it is. I I got to go to a school that my dad went to too, and I got to wear his number, and I got to Your do Wayno, yeah, Wayner. No way. Yeah, so that was another big. I've always I've did only, you play hockey there. Yeah, well, I wore his number. Oh, I that's did. Pretty yeah, cool. pretty that's special, really cool. and it was a huge part of why I wanted to. To play college sports is I grew up seeing that and learning about that. So, you know, and it's another reason why, like, I it was a big part of my identity. But so was art. So was all these other things that I kind of not. I didn't hide it, but I was a hockey guy. I played hockey. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do anything else. And I think that I, I was an identity thing. But like, I didn't share that I painted. I didn't share that. I like to cook. I didn't know that was like anti hockey. So I just kind of kept that to myself. So people say now like, Oh, I never knew you did this. And it's like, I just never told you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a kind of a good transition then because obviously, Oh yeah, true. um, The wall, this sick, sick wall we have behind us. But did you, so you you said you like, um, you always liked it. How, like when did you start picking up a pen and drawing? Like when, how far does that go Ms. back? Miss Pignetti's. Miss Pignetti's was when this started, this style, for sure. What? We, we had Miss Pignetti's. Miss Pignetti was our art teacher. That This started that long ago? Grade 7. Oh, even earlier. This style? 100%. I probably have sketchbooks from grade 7, grade 8 that I what? have this in it. Yeah. I really like this book. Like, I, like, like I really like it. Yeah, it was cool. a doodle class, and basically the whole thing was to just, I don't know, and I just started doing it in my notebooks, and instead of, you know how some kids draw eights? You know what mine was? You know the houses? The S's. Mine yeah, was the, house. the houses. Some you know, people... like you have to draw a house with an X in it with the roof? Oh, okay. <clears throat> That's what mine is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I, I did. Some kids do eights. Yeah. Some the kids... S's that you do the three yeah. ticks, three yeah. ticks. And you yeah, the Superman, Superman S. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I would do this like in the back of like science textbooks. I would do it and like, I don't know. I just always did it because I don't know if you can tell. I'm a pretty hyperactive kind of guy. And, and this is yeah. the scary part is this is the time where it's the slowest in my head is just doing this you know i don't think when i do that you know when i when i plan it out everyone's like oh where'd you did you mean to put that face there or that face there it's like it's as freehand as it gets it's it's just going at it you know but i've been doing it for a while yeah yeah i think the people that can that can draw i think is one of the coolest things it's like I consider myself creative and artistic, and you know, grew up playing like music. I pick up, I, mean, I can oh. pick up a lot of things in the. I mean, I could edit like video editing, all that kind of stuff, and, and I think I could pick up things in that space. The one thing I could never do, I maybe I haven't given myself another shot, but I don't think I can. Is I could never draw, like I could never, like draw that that creative expression. I could never do. I, like yeah, I just I don't know. No, George, maybe you're just ahead of your time. What does that mean? There are some. There are said, actually a lot of said famous the Canadian artists. pickleball captain. Yeah, there's a lot of famous artists whose artwork didn't become like popular and well known until like years after their death because they were ahead of time. Um, who was it? Was it um, the guy with one ear? Mozart. Was it him that died poor? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. There we go. Mozart. Uh, I think Van Gogh Van- died died poor. Yeah. 
Because his art just at that time nobody cared for. Oh, that's interesting because I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Van yeah. Gogh. You know what's very interesting about Van Gogh? That guy. Crazy story about this. Crazy. The, probably the biggest narcissist in the world. Every painting is a picture of himself. Mm. Not everything, no. but there is yeah, a there a is lot. a lot of self portion. Like the guy's the OG selfie taker. You, you know why? Uh, you know why? He, he wanted to be off, loved, right? man. He wanted to be loved. He was like clinically psycho. Yeah. Cut his ear off because he couldn't. He was hearing noises. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, that's right. A lot. Yeah, I, 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 I was definitely uh, due to a, a mental health struggle. I think a lot of those guys and a lot of those people that, you know, they're painting themselves. Of course, it's the the the, the time of the art, but like, if I paint a picture of myself and put it out there for someone and they love it, that means they maybe they love me. You know, and, and, you know, that's how I view it because like maybe he wasn't loved in, I don't know his history, but maybe he's not loved in person all the time. If I do that, someone will love that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, That could be a lot of, a lot of, uh, artists and, you know, I love stand-up comedy. I'm a big stand-up comedian fan. And like a lot of these people, men, women, whoever, they're tortured souls. Yeah. And a lot of this is a release, you know, not, I mean, for me, I'm good, but like, it's definitely a time of peace for me. I, I catch myself, you know, we're talking hangover stories. I'll crack a ball of red wine by myself, just yeah. me and my dog. And I'll do a thing like that. And three hours will go by and there's nowhere else in my life where I can really do that. Like I'm itching kind of always stirring, I'm the, I'm the same always way, moving, always needing to. But this actually, if you want to talk about when this started, you know, when I was a kid, like two years old. My mom, shout out to Mia. Oh, shout out to Mia. One of the best. We're all best with beautiful mothers, by the way, the three of 100%. us, man. Awesome. We're very fortunate. Yeah. I loved, my favorite part was putting mom on the top right over somewhere. Yeah. It's in the yeah. middle somewhere. Yeah. I always, right, I made, I made for head. it because I'm, 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 I'm proudly adoring my mom. You know, it's important. And, um. I just noticed some other ones that I didn't see before. There's a bunch that I didn't VDL. add. I didn't see that one before. I reason. put a couple. Vibes don't lie, baby. Yeah. And this is, that's the point. I want you guys to look at it and kind of catch something and make you oh, smile. Oh, man. I, 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 I guess sometimes when I have a guest, like, a, if we have guests on, like, they're not talking, sometimes they're telling, like, a very mediocre story. I'm, like, zoning out, like, kind of, like. See, mine's that wall now, because I always sit in this chair. And then mm-hmm. sometimes George is talking, telling mediocre story. No. Very honest. Uh, what was I talking some... about before the mom thing? Shit. Um, uh, you, oh, yeah, shit. Well, so old. I was two. I was put in like skating school, gymnastics, all this stuff, you and did like gymnastics? oh yeah, just bouncing around like a little Same. like a little crazy person. And my mom was worried. You did not do gymnastics, I, yeah? Trampoline yeah, gymnastics, like, oh yeah. Pit. Like come on, we're talking about it now. I'm not hanging off the bars doing flips. No, of course. Like, not. Remember, I get told me I did a chip until I was in grade like nine. It's called energy release class at that age. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. just go Bro, gymnastics with the stick and the ribbon. <laughs> No, because you see me jump, I get like a foot off the ground. I get like an inch off the ground. Are you are visualizing the uh, the, yeah. the, yeah, it, uh, the the song. Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will old school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like she was actually concerned at one point, being like, "This this kid's out. This kid's out of his mind." So like she would she would film me in her beautiful little Korean accent, being like, "Look, he's over here now. Like he's just doing crazy stuff." And like doctors watched the videos and they said, "Yeah, you know, he's he's he's, he's pretty hyper." But is there anything that he can do for for more than an hour straight? And at that age, my mom was like, oh, yeah, he'll, he'll sit down in front of his little booth and draw pictures and watch National Geographic movies that I record. He literally shut the book and just goes, he's just a happy kid. And I was like, wow. So I've been doing it for that good long. Right that long, I've been just drawing and always just needing, you know, always wanting to draw something and kind of 
like that. I don't know why. It's always been that way. I heard, I was listening to something recently. I don't remember where. Um, and they said the same thing. And I, it's kind of like what you just said. And I guess what you kind of just encapsulated there. It's interesting that so many people, like they, they would see that and go, yeah, your kid has ADD, ADHD, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I relate to everything you're saying. I like could, even to this day, I'm 32 now. I cannot sit still. Like, yeah. There's times where I just want to get up, move. I gotta do something. I can't like I just I'm I can't very, drink caffeine anymore. Oh man, sometimes I drink too much and I'm tired and I'm like like moving like I'm like yeah my mind. But um, the point you were making and I heard this recently is that like everyone has something that re- like re- dissipates that that hyperness brings them back to their equilibrium kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it, you know what's a shame is like you know you hear about how many people are using like. Uh, like Ritalin or whatever the other ones are, or like you know, because pe- sometimes it's um might be a general assumption, but a lot of people think, oh my kid's hyper, I got to give it to him so he can focus. Kids that have give him a video game, he's probably going to focus on that too, right? It's just that that people want to like yeah. that easy out to do something, but it's really just like paying attention, seeing what that supplemented like, with a passion, maybe. Like I'm I'm not in child psychology, but like no, but you're I'm, I'm sure like, that's kind of a way that they're doing it. You know, supplementing it with like uh, you know busy busy things, whether it's drawing or board games or puzzles. Everyone has something, even when you're a little kid, there's like everyone has something that they really, really, really enjoy or brings them joy, and they might not even know it. Like, I didn't consider myself a creative person and think, of, and think until I went traveling, I could edit video. I'm like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at some of this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, whatever. I, I just didn't dawn on me. Um, so sometimes you have to kind of nudge them in the right direction, but there's always that thing that that brings that, that um, yeah, that sense yeah. of like release. And I think that it's important that. Most people find it. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, especially in today's age, where like you just everything is at your fingertips and everything is like instantaneous. Totally. You know, like and I think of you know, a lot of people probably have a hard time sitting through sitting down just being quiet and silent and quiet and the noise in their head. Mm-hmm. And I think you should have find that like uh anyways. Yeah. No, it's true. That, what that what that one thing is that calms you down. And which is weird though. The one thing for me that calms me down is either like reading or like um I, I guess yeah, reading, but like business work related things. Mm-hmm. Reading, I was talking about a lot, not to dive yeah, into. Yeah, no, I knew you were going to say that too. But like, I could sit on my laptop if I have to work on something strategic or like putting policies together or something. Like, I'll, I'll pour a glass of wine, I'll sit on the couch, and I can just like start typing. And I can go yeah. for like, we were doing cast, and we had stuff that we had to create from scratch. I would just sit there and like start writing. Mm-hmm. And go for like three hours at a time without getting off the couch. Is there anything else that you could probably say that's like maybe one or two other things, right? Like, that's something that you're good at, you're passionate about. You find peace. It sounds so heavy, but like you find peace in it. Yeah. You find peace in it, you know? And I think and when you find that thing and, and you have the ability to do it and, you know, I'm getting paid to do it sometimes now. So that's even cooler. But it was never about that, you know? And, and, and that's why the whole reason why people are saying like, oh, I love this style. I love all this. Like, where'd you come up with it? It's like grade seven, Miss Pignetti's class. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing. Nothing's changed. And that's why I keep doing it. Like the second that it changes, I don't, I don't think I'd want to do it as much. I say that now because I also have a full-time job. You know, I, I also have a day-to-day thing that, uh, that keeps me away from doing this all day, every day. So, which I'm, which I'm battling right now, if we're being honest. I was going to say, do you want to make this a full-time thing? Scared to, terrified to. I think I could. I really think I could. And maybe this is the moment where we all talk this out, but like, I'm very nervous of this brings me such joy and brings me such like therapy and kind of like if it was feeding me and if it was something that like I was reliant on, if you will, I I don't know if I'd be as in love with it or passionate. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. 
I could be right, totally, right now, yes. totally wrong. Yes, it's that's a, what I was gonna ask you to a couple weeks ago. Because I was yeah. gonna, yeah, I was gonna. You're kind of hammered a point there that, or you brought up a point that I think that's important too is that going back to that thing about people finding that thing that calms them down. Mm-hmm. If I think if because it could be again a lot of shit that we can't even think. Some people probably like make like uh, tying elastics and creating elastic balls. Yeah, but, like it could be sure. the randomest thing. But if you have that thing that you are deeply passionate about, it brings you calmness, peace, joy, all those things. If ninety percent of if ninety nine percent of people pursued those things and focused on only those, and you know less about, let's take that follow those pursuits, more people I think would be fulfilled in the work they do. More people would probably would probably be extremely successful doing mm-hmm. the things they love doing. Not extremely, but relatively mm-hmm. speaking, totally because you'd have less stress and bullshit from a job you don't mm-hmm. want. You might make less money. You might make a lot more money. But the thing is, every day you just be working on things that keep you calm and peaceful, which gives you clear mind, peace of mind, which is one of the most important things in the world. And you would also be, be fulfilled every day because you're doing the one single thing that you love most. And I think that's what people honestly, truly need to pursue. Um, yeah. Because, because if you're doing it, I, I understand what you're saying. Like you're scared because, and sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. It's scary because number one is that because if it be- also becomes from a passion to a like um, if it crosses Necess- that line of a job, yeah. it be- it kind of convolutes it and maybe it takes a bit of the joy away. It's like oh, I have to do this now. Hmm. But well, on the other my lack hand, of, my, my, my lack of confidence in saying that you know like, I think I could you know as I'm saying this right now like I think I could do it. I really I feel like what I've been putting out there has been as organic as it gets, and I'm proud of that. But it's all for people I know and people I've known for a long time. And I haven't really like put it out there yet. You know, like I haven't really like showcased it to the art community or like, you know, doing something bigger. And I think that I owe it to myself to do that minimum. You but know? that's the thing. You're saying I think I can do it. Like, but no, yeah. you, don't have to, you know, you can do it. Yeah. And everyone knows you can do it. I mean, everyone can see it. I'm not saying this because you're our friend. And I'm saying this respectfully. If This is amazing. Mm-hmm. If it was mediocre and you're just somebody who said, I love this. And I'm I'm average. I think you're very very above. Average. I actually think this is dope. And I put this and anybody who put this in, in their house, in their office, anything. And but Thank even you. if it but even if it wasn't, if you had the uh, like the commitment to it, but also that ability and that persistence to just keep going and, and get it in front of people and say, hey, you know, I want to I want to give you this thing. If they don't want it, who cares? Next person, next person. It's, it's just getting it out too. there. You know, it's that security blanket so, that we fall under, all yeah. of us as human beings. That <clears throat> you know, and again, I I'm. My job, my team, my role, unbelievable. I've never worked at a better place in my life, genuinely. Shout out to side effects. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But at the same time, it's just at the same, like as you said, when you're overflowing with a passion for something and you're, you, you think that you can also make it by just taking that jump, that jump is terrifying, though. You it's know? terrifying. You know, it is. And I'm, 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 uh, I'm right. I, I don't know. You know, See, I, never I, be, you'll never not be terrified. Ever. Another, yeah, another, and there's never a perfect moment. Last one I wanted to say before we get yeah. going. I wrote on the wall there. I might even have to look at. It. I know where it is. It's why not. I see it. And I'm pretty sure it's right in the. Yeah. I sent you that one too. Why not? Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a story behind that. You know, and I and I think about that all the time because you know, and I think it, Instagram hears my thoughts because I get the the reels of. The soft music, motivational shit, or like, um, there's no better time than right now to chase it dream. for the biscuit, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, that's I like save, but damn yeah, you. <laughs> I'll, I'll pause on the why not you go because you've been so, something. I've got so, and I split on this all the time because 
I've told a story recently, like, uh, and what George is saying, like, follow your dreams and your passion because then you never have to work a day in your life. And if you love something and you're truly good at it, like, that's the recipe for success. Then on the flip side, I see Eli's point because, like, okay, you love the art side of things. Maybe you don't like the business side or the selling side or, you know, the the fact that, okay, right now this is a hobby. If you make money on it, great, that's bonus, but you don't need this to pay your bills, right? Mm-hmm. So I see both sides and I'm constantly torn because I do believe that you should love what you do and I do believe that you can find passion and love in almost anything that you do. Do you know who so, I want to go for a coffee with so badly? And I've said Richardi. this. This gentleman. I was getting, that's literally the thing. This is, a guy want, a, this is a guy I want to go to a coffee with because. We got to set it up in here. Before we'll before here. this even happened, really, like before pals, before everything, you know, like I've always followed artists and I've always kind of wanted to f- somehow find Torontonian Canadian artists, you know, not necessarily Canadian art, but like Canadian born artists. I thought he was an artist his whole life. And then you go on the website, you read the story. You Fellow you, athlete, played college sports, you, and then you, he went into arts. You did you know when he, he was, decided to quit his he job? He was working in finances. Oh, Bro, he quit his job. Something, right? Two weeks after his wedding. Or two, two weeks, weeks before, before his wedding. Before his wedding. You have the most expensive day of your life coming up, minus the day you pay for your home. You have one of the most expensive days of your life, and he quits his job. And his, and his fiance, now wife, obviously, was like, no, if that's what you believe, then just go for it. Yeah, and he did quit his fucking job. Barely had any like life savings. It's not like he's like a rich kid and had mom and dad to bail him out if this didn't work. Like yeah. no, like he's like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm good at it. I'm passionate about. It. I'm gonna fucking do it. And he's dude, I'm look. I've been thinking it. about it. I think about it all the time about I mean, that kind of like go for a coffee and like not needing someone to push me on the ledge and and not necessarily you, they would, wanna, but you want to hear. I want I want to ask some questions. I want to you know I want to have a, a little back and forth dialogue that I'm sorry you're setting it up. Yeah. Um, you're, you're one a, thing, dude. Awesome. You, Ricky made a point that I want to touch on before I get on that one. But mm-hmm. you said the other side of it, like you know, you love this, and there's the business side, the selling side, all that stuff. That's the easy side. I'm selling already. Yeah, too. Not, George, that's easy for no, me, you, right? No, no, it's e- it's easy. It's the easiest part of any endeavor, and I can tell you why. This is this is you're a creator. Mm-hmm. People who are computer engineers are creators. They're creating something. Most the most successful. The most successful people in the world, look at the list of billionaires, and the most successful tech companies were created by the engineers who were the creators. Do you think guys like, do you think Jeff Bezos, and I'm using him as an example, it's an easy one, when he was, you know, building Amazon, building a bookstore, was a, a polished salesman who could present? Do you think he understood how to put in a PL statement? Let's jump to like other guys like um, Shopify's Toby Lukey, who's a Canadian who built a website that sold snowboards that was really good and people wanted to leverage it, so he built out Shopify, which arguably until, re- or it's not arguably, until recently was the biggest Canadian company thing by market cap. The guy, like, I don't think he was a public speaker or a salesman. Okay, so George, or a- let's take Van Gogh then. What about Van Gogh? One of the most famous painters of all time. Yeah. Died poor. Yeah, but you don't know why he died poor. So before you make that no, example, I'm you saying, should like, know why may- he died Maybe poor. he didn't have the sales skills. Maybe he was crazy. But again, George, you, you make it sound like it's the easiest thing. It's, it's not the easiest. Not. It's the easiest part of the entire endeavor. Learning to but, have a skill. Again, maybe it's not. To no, some people, it's not. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's not relative. It's objective. It is the easiest part. Like, it is the I easiest. I see what you're saying. You I see what you're saying. You okay, Rick, let me, t- let me put I, 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 I see what your point. If you're a blank slate. You're a blank slate. You're not an introvert or an extrovert. You're, an, you're just blank. You're in the middle. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You can't go just pick up a, a pen and become an artist tomorrow. Like, you can start to learn, but that takes time. It's like the story of yeah. becoming a golfer. You got to go, or okay, sorry, but the story if of 10,000 hours. If you take a person who, you might not enjoy it, 
But selling something is easier than creating art. But but not for someone who who is good at this. You know what I mean? That's what but I'm, I'm saying. saying. But that's relative, objective. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're saying if we yeah, yeah. if they start zero business skills, zero yeah, yeah. trade. Yeah, I agree. With that's, them. that's all I'm yes. saying. What I'm saying is, let's it might say, not be as enjoyable. Yeah. But would yeah. you rather? Would you rather have to think? Because at the end of the no, day, if, if to you get know what nothing, you want in yeah, life, you, you have nothing. to do something hard to do. Yeah, like, if you want something that. that no one else has, I like that. You're not going to do easy things. No one got something that someone has by saying, "Oh, you know what." I'm just gonna Take draw in my room and hope someone finds it. Yeah, it no, I, I get what you're because saying. Because then you'll also become Van Gogh and you die broke. Yeah. Uh, but what I was saying is that someone, let's say, I know what you're uh, saying. Uh, you're saying, you're saying I'm, not, like, I'm saying, let's say I'm an go. amazing artist. But you're an introvert. It's not easy yeah. to sell. I understand. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Eli, my personal opinion, take it or not, I think this you're fucking amazing at this and you should fucking make a go at it. Yeah. Work your job until you have enough savings that you can confidently say, I if I don't sell a single fucking piece of art for six months or a year I'm not fucking living on the streets and then make a fucking run at it give yourself a little bit of a fucking cushion just in case a little bit of runway yeah and then say I'm, I need a year let me fucking chase this dream for a fucking there's, year there's and if so I don't sell one painting done man and yeah, I really want to go for like, a you're, man yeah. you're fucking good I can tell you too though this is the other thing so I'm going to play a little bit more devil's advocate please yes do. you should have savings and all that stuff um, your parents support you with your art by the way like they, they're very like they see it. They're like they. That has got sensitive thing here. There's no. There's oh. they're very supportive of of how it is right now. Of it of being your, it being uh, a hobby uh, that pays a little. Being gravy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Being you know what? They're very supportive of it being good and being. Uh, uh, I, I get paid for it. They val. They know how good it is. But when I bring up this exact conversation, it's you know. It's a generation of security. It's 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 a it's a place. It comes from a place of love. It's not necessarily like oh, you're not going to make it if you did the other thing. It's just knowing that you have that while still doing this. It's a great combination. Why why fuck with it? Right, but I'm well. I guess what I was getting at was like if I said to them, "You quit today, you have enough to survive." Unhappy, unhappy. But they would they would put you up if you got to live at their place and all those things. Like they they love me very much. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. So I agree with Ricky. Like it is important to have the savings. like our exam, our, how we did cast is we funded it ourselves. Like we didn't mm-hmm. have to do that. We could have tried to raise money, uh, which we did, but we could have raised it earlier. Um, but like, you know, we didn't have enough money to fund it all ourselves. So we had a little bit to do it, but like I wasn't getting paid for a while. Like I had to dip into like a lot of savings and we took a fucking I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here even but, further. Like I'm but the good thing financially. Is, there's no like, I'm good with that. Like the, 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 there's no other you know time. What I mean, like no I don't know what the now. fuck I'm, ugh. There's no better time. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. You, every day that goes by, you're like, this brings you peace of mind. It brings you stillness, calmness, joy. He, he loves his job too, so. Yeah. I do. He, yes, I, you can tell. I already know his reservation there because you, yeah. you still love this more. It's not but I'd rather do It's this not that you don't love your job. Shout out to... Side effects. Side effects. Awesome dudes but and the, ladies. But at the end of people. the day, you have to pursue the thing that brings you the most joy in life. For sure. And like it's the more you wait the l- more reason you will have not to do it because I can guarantee you right now we're about the same age. Probably like our timelines are selling down. Ricky might not be selling down for a while, but for the most part, everybody <laughs> has a, a mo- most of us have a want to settle down, want to have kids, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. As that creeps up, yeah, good luck convincing that yourself that happen. Quit. That doesn't happen. And, I, and right. I know that right now and that's, like shit, like I we didn't have to do cast. We I we were th- in our thirties. Yeah, we were thirty when we did it. Like, but we're all nineteen. Circle, we're all nineteen nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To circle back to the why not, and and I give like I give Ricky a lot of credit because Ricky is the one person that would say this. Like what I'm saying to you, it started coming from him because I would come up with ideas. It's my favorite thing to do. Just mm-hmm. anything, like knickknack, this that whatever. I love talking about ideas. 
And Rick one day said to me, he goes, man, if you start, if you jumped on every idea you had, you'd be a billionaire right now. And it like, not about the it money. It just sucks that the yeah. fucking one we jumped on didn't work. But Fuck. in theory, but it's true, <laughs> it's okay. right? At the it, end of the day, it worked. It worked. It yeah. worked, but it- Not it, financially, but- yeah. Other reasons. Other reasons. Of course. But, but that's why Give that yourself, why not's hey, gentlemen, before I cut you both off, the risk, the why not, the jumping, the faith in yourselves to do it on that little couch together- Kudos to you both. So you're on this it, couch. You're fucking sleeping in an RV shit, twin Eli. bed. Shit didn't fail, <laughs> Eli. Well, if if we didn't that. ever do that, and you know, let's say 20 years from now, you know, I'm I, I'm still cool. I'm comfortable in life. I would always look back and be like, fuck, what if we did it? Now there's no what if. What's this? We tried and financially we failed, but in so many other aspects, it was a fucking huge W. But you learned that the that you know that Bro, the, to take oh, a you took a chance. That's you took a chance. That's, yeah, financially we failed. Take, you can't financially it's failed, but. In all other aspects of it, it was a fucking huge win. Yeah. Not only that, like working with friends is very hard. And I can safely say I'm closer with Rick and DB and like oh, everyone who worked with. But like I'm, I th- when you're in it with friends, it's hard. Like yeah, yeah. sometimes I'm, you're a, I'm a pusher. Like I, the, I, in the I, trenches, I, I push right? people mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, man, I talked to like we, talk, we we talked every day. That was the most we talked ever. We don't talk as I think yeah. most days we still talk. But like. I think we're closer. We know each other better. Oh, we yeah. understand each other better. I think we tra- me and you traveled. Like we travel for fun every every year. Yeah, we traveled back to back three week sprints. And this is again sleeping on fucking mattresses that are like as thick as this fucking table, eating microwave dinners, three meals a day. So my like, Tuesday? No, bro. Trust me. I'm, you, kidding, I'm kidding. You've never had days like we've had. I live good, this. mom. I promise. <laughs> Man, there was days where we'd be out in the fucking rain for six hours straight, like. Taking a break to go eat a ham and cheese sandwich on the RV. And then we finished out. I was like, hey, yo, let's go get a good dinner. No, we can't because we got to drive two hours to our next destination. And we got to get there early because we got to scope out the fucking city. Oh, but we also have our first call at 8 a.m. All like, those things you learn that you translate to every other part of your life today. Yeah, and that's why, like you I said, it I mean? was a financially, it was an L, but in every other aspect, it was a massive problem. Yeah. And to that point about everything I really do today, believe in that. Yeah. And I'll stop talking for a while because I've been going on why? this stage. But... But the thing you said about what you learned today, so to circle it back to Ricky saying that that the oh, selling and the business side is like not the easiest, it's, it's probably not the easiest part for everybody. You're right. It wasn't for me either. I could sit in yeah, a room. I get what you're saying. I could sit in a room and strategize. I can sit in a room and, and build policies and teams and hire the right people. 10 days, 10 out of 10 days of the week, whatever you want to call it. Going in front of people for some reason, as someone who <laughs> loves to talk as much as I do, I, I don't know what it is. If, if I don't know the crowd and mm-hmm. it's randoms, I get like... Almost you stage fright a little bit. Absolutely. Even if I know what I'm talking about, like they're not, they don't know what cast. I could say cast is a is a pharmaceutical company. They believe me. Like mm-hmm. I could have said anything I wanted. Mm-hmm. But still, those first few days where we started going in the park talking to people, Rick would walk up and like nothing, and I'm like, like man, I, this is a, our company. We built it. Like we like, I should be able to sell it confidently. I hated that. I actually hated it. And you know why? It was a deep fear of like that rejection. rejection. Which is ingrained in humans, uh, most humans. Absolutely. It takes a long time to get over. But I think that rejection on the whole in like in different aspects is what holds everybody back. And I'd venture to guess it's one of the things holding you back as well. Because For sure. You also don't want that like shit. What if I do this and people don't like it? What if I do this and people say, oh, I don't want a free painting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. But the one thing like that you kind of shared, Ricky, the most is like people like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. No one cares, right? You say that, bl- you know, you said that blunder on like a, on a Zoom call to a client. They're gonna be like, you're gonna think, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm gonna lose this client. That client doesn't remember anything you said. No. They're thinking about the blunder they had, right? So that's the thing too is like until you just start taking those strides and getting over that thing that's holding you back, that like, you know, that fear of being 
rejected or that insecurity of like, what if they don't like me? Man, yeah. life gets so much easier when you don't have that. And you know what's up. funny? Like, I still have it today and it creeps back. And there's times because I'm not out selling every day actively. You, it's, a, it's like a tool. If you don't sharpen it, it's like a, the blade, right? You don't sharpen it, use it, it goes dull. Mm-hmm. Or skill, whatever whatever the example is. Um, and like, I don't do it every day. I still sell with clients and all that stuff, but I'm not like actively talking to a thousand people a day. Mm-hmm. So the days where I get nervous again, I'm like, oh, I've, this is not bad. I can do this. This is easy. You just have that self-talking. You catch yourself. yourself now and you and you know you're exactly. not to be afraid of it and to kind of, yeah, you know, I, 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 I will say I, I know I can I can do more than I'm already doing and I think that that comes with you know having a little bit more self-confidence in it and you know there's 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 some cool stuff I'm working on right now getting I've, I've always been custom commissions before I've never made anything just for myself uh, these shoes I made first for myself but pieces like that just for myself but everything's been a custom for somebody and I want to get back into making things just for me and sharing those too because yeah. I think that's going to be where this takes off. Like, man, how many, like, think about it too. Like, you know a lot of guys in the hockey world. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all it takes is, like, just getting into the right hands of one person that, that finds it cool, someone who has a passion for art or music, whatever it is, right? Yeah, somebody knows somebody. Find your target for audience sure. and just fire it out there, man. For sure. I think uh, that is the you goal. Know, we're going to we're gonna host an art showcase here one night. Are we? I want to do. I want to do, do an event. I want to do an event. You want to a showcase here? Oh, dude, I would love to do something in here with that. I could. Bro, we can clean place. this place up very nicely. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I can clean it up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, George, George, George's a cleaner. <laughs> shout out um, but yeah, man. You still have those brooms? Hockey stick brooms? Uh, yeah, we still have a box or two. Of Another that. shout out to you both. Any venture I've ever gotten into, whether it's the in Glasgow, shout out to the in Glasgow boys. Yeah. Wait, what was in Glasgow? Did I do that? No. Ho- no, I never Hockey stick we stuff. The hockey stick brooms are cool. And, and the clothing stuff. Yeah, yeah, you no. both have, have always had my back and, and wanted to do those projects. So thank you both so much for just yeah, being good Yeah, but dudes. also, how did that happen? How did that start? We didn't start. I didn't come to you and say, hey, I love you working this hockey thing that you're doing. You're like, hey, Georgie, what are you up to these days? Oh, what are you up to? Oh, we can make this hockey thing. You sold me. I didn't have to. You know, oh, I can sell. sell. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a good salesperson. Dude, I, you have all the you have all the intangibles. Then I I just you know I I, I don't want to say I hate it. I, I I I those roles got really tiring for me because you know as as much as these are are were great times together and you know they were success stories. When you're in sales, you're asking something from someone. You need something from somebody else. You're selling them on why you are a necessity to them. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping that they receive that well. It's exhausting. For yeah, sure. I get that. It's exhausting. It could 100%. be it could be anything, you know, like you know, especially when you're going through your own client book, your own network of people being like, all right, I've known this guy for 15 years. What 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 can I do to 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 to, to connect with them again? It's not That's a coffee. Not hard, no, it's, it's not a, a coffee. Part. It's to hit a bottom line uh, sales goal. Yeah. And I didn't love that. And that's why when I would go home after a hard sales day, when I would go home and I would be miserable, I go to my sketchbook and I do this. And I think that if I was selling this, maybe I would like sales. Maybe because I've never really sold anything that I really loved. Maybe I just talked myself into this. <laughs> Eli, at the end of the day. Holy you, shit, you know, I just talked I think I just talked myself into that a little day, bit. There's no perfect time to do anything. You just have to yeah. find the right time for you. Yeah. Maybe that's tomorrow, maybe that's in a month from now, maybe that's from a year from now. But just know that this at some point needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Because or else you're gonna yeah you got to do it it's for your, you're and you're gonna, gonna say yourself. fuck what if I did that you're gonna find some other dude that has something similar to this and you kick yourself in the teeth mm-hmm. you see how Instagram has anonymous questions now no and I kick myself maybe that was the thing maybe it was kind of we had to 
find a way to do that. You never know. Mm-hmm. But I know that we fucking tried. Mm-hmm. And I will never kick myself in the teeth for not trying something. There's a quote. I forget the exact wording of it. We could pull yeah, it out. I just butcher sure. it anyways. Who cares? No, no. It's something like the the pain of... Something risk is worse than the pain of regret or something like that. I get that, yeah. Something, I forget the exact wording of it. Basically, it was like the pain of hard work does never outweighs the pain of regret. I think that's exactly what it was. And I said, again, Instagram's got me by the balls. They know exactly what to show Eli, me. I'm, I'm scrolling through like fucking hot girls on Instagram. Eli's scrolling through like motivational Not intentionally. That was, just my, the, that was my TikTok algorithm for a while. It's just, just the like next guys, one like, that comes yeah. up. It's just like this creaking Bro, meadow know, in man. Switzerland telling me that if I don't start painting for money, I'm going to shoot myself uh. in the foot later. And I just, they're not Man, wrong. It's, I, you know, but that's the, that's actually wrong. one of the things that probably like is some of the best advice you can give to like a kid or someone young or any, I mean, anybody in life is like, just do the, do everything that you think you might regret. Like just, just do, do it. it. Man. Yeah. It's just the you, fear like, of regret. You'll is, never, you'll never be getting so, old now that we think about that kind of stuff. I never thought about that. Oh no, I'm staying young. Here, okay. No, I, so I'm going to put you, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to burst sure that had, little bubble. When I was like 21, 22, when we all were. I'm not going to get heavy and I, and I don't know anyone's personal stories, but you hear a tragedy, you hear something bad happening. How many times do you say that's not going to happen to me? Well, not, everyone. Not me, right? So. We're invincible. It's not going to happen to me. The news is the news. Now it's like, holy shit. Like there's not that much time, you know, like there's shit that can happen tomorrow. And that I've seen it happen to some of my closest friends and their families and and I never in a billion years they they probably never gonna happen to us you know and and I think I thought that way all the time too but now I'm thirty, staring down the barrel of like you know what's next what am I gonna do next, and like it's scary man, it's but that, really that, but freaking that also, scary to your point though and that's yeah like you obviously as you get older you start thinking like you know what if things go tomorrow what if this goes this way what if I don't but then it circles back to like. Have I done everything in life that I want That's to do? That's the thing. That's and the question. This, this and the answer is no. Thing. The answer is no. This is one of those yeah. no's. This is a weird thing to say. I think it's so a weird thing to say. Now you just convince yourself to do Even it. Even more. Yeah. But this is a weird thing to say. Like I, you know, like, yeah, I, I, that's what I always kept in the back of my mind is I kept saying like I, and I, I definitely have probably some regrets somewhere, mm-hmm. but I tell myself I have no regrets because I've done everything I wanted to do. Because in actuality, like where I am in life today, like I've just... If I was somewhere else, I mean, I would never know. I did something differently, but like, mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very content and actually mm-hmm. overjoyed with where, my, where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I feel very fortunate. But that's because I always kept telling myself, don't, like, I have no regrets. I have no regrets. I have no regrets. And I, that's from, almost from like high school. And yeah, did I make some bad decisions, bad judgments, drink one night when I should have not and had gone to a meeting, say something wrong to somebody, felt bad about it after? Get too ah. drunk on the Friday night of the member member. Yeah, and, and Saturday. Member member. Yeah, like there's, like there's always things you think back you could have done differently. I could have talked to Jordan Heitzman and told her to come on the podcast the day we saw her. <laughs> could have, would have, should have. Yeah. You know? Like, Still can. But everybody has those regrets. And if you want to not have that fear of like something happening to you, like I don't. Right, right now, because as confidently, I'm not staring down like you know the barrel of a gun or something like that. But like, I don't fear like what's gonna happen if something mm-hmm. happens. And that might be an unpopular opinion. It might sound kind of morbid, but it's not. Like I no, just, that's I, fuck, that's exactly how people should. Yeah, be. like I think about it. Though, <clears throat> like I just like I'm terrified. I'm terrified of what you guys just said. No, bro. If I go tomorrow, what the, I have done everything. Well, what else? I, like, I, I'm very fortunate. What like I when I was and some things I did selfishly that like because I work with the family business and like you know. It's kind of convoluted a little bit. Like when I left on my trip to travel for 13 months, that's a very selfish act. Like it wasn't benefiting the business to go. Mm-hmm. 
But like I knew I needed it personally, but I also, the business needed it because it needed me to leave and come back as a better leader because I wasn't being the strongest leader. It's actually in some place being, you know, maybe my ego was affecting things a little bit. Right. Not in a very bad way, but actually wasn't, it wasn't helping. Me leaving was the best thing I did for myself and the business. Coincidentally, the only other time I left was to, to pursue the last thing in life that was like really, really hanging over my head. And that was like, to Ricky's point, all these ideas I have, I never act on them. That's why we did ca- one of the reasons that we jumped that cast. Ricky jumps because he's the best yes man in the world. He will, he will never tell you no to any of your ideas. Mm-hmm. Like he'll support everything. Um, but yeah, like what, you know, my next chapter is like, I want to have, you know, family because yeah. you don't want to okay. miss that. But like, go ahead. So here, here's the question that I always ask people. Mm-hmm. Have you done everything that up until this point in your life that you've wanted done, that you've wanted to do? So my answer is yes. Again, will one day I want to have kids? Of course. But and get married, of course. But would I want to get married right now and have kids right now? No, because I haven't found the perfect person to do that with. Right. Right. So if I were to go tomorrow, I fucking say hello, brother. I'm coming up. You know, I'm going to be hanging out with Muhammad Ali watching a Michael Jackson concert up there, but I'm going to be shaking it. I'm going to have the best time. The and only, I could yeah. I could easily go, man, I, I feel bad for Elaine and Frank and, you know, John and my friends, but man, I'd be having the best time. I told my mom, if I ever die before her, I don't want anybody wearing black at my funeral and I want music playing the whole fucking time, like tropical house vibes. I want open bar. Ray, Ray wants his whatever's Bro, in I, his life insurance policy to go to booking kind. Man, go I, I, want, I don't want anybody crying. I want everyone to know that, oh man, I trust me, I've done to this point in my life. Yeah. Every single thing I've wanted to do. Like people ask me, how are you right now? Like, well, I, I don't think my life can get any better. Honestly. Yeah, like I, everything I, I want to do, I just go and fucking do. I'll be crying hysterically. Man, I love it. It's just because. I'll cry. I miss what if, what if we fucking miss, go I'll tomorrow? I miss like, making fun of him and crying. Bro, you remember Steve Alala? Yeah, dude. I walk, Brain aneurysm. I walk my 31 do- years old. Yeah, dude. I walk are you my, fucking kidding me? I walk my dog through Dell every day, and I, I remember hearing Bro, about that recently, like last week. Three weeks ago. Oh yeah. my God. Imagine that's you. At the Western. I haven't no, seen him in a long time at the Western. I will never go knowing that I have regrets. That's why I'll fucking do everything I can. Now you're talked into it, Eli. I think, yeah. You know what's, yeah. <laughs> it's no, a good, no it's, doubt. it's a very, like, yeah. It's a good feeling to have, man. You're always going to be stressed out. Like, dude, I have ADD every day. And I guess, like, today, you know, we got recruiting some new positions at work. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to hire these people. I'm going away soon. Like, I freak out still a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, this, that life doesn't get easier. Nothing gets easier. In fact, it gets harder, and you get a little more pressure. Oh, but, let's go for a drink tonight. But if you just like, man, sips. you just gotta, you just gotta, a couple cocktails. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think you know what. And <laughs> maybe we'll see. I, I will say that this isn't the first time I've I've ever had this conversation. No. I, it's the first time I've had this conversation with 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 two buds. You know. You know, therapy is huge. So we're like, we're gonna but, look back on this episode in like five years from now. Uh, you know what, man? I think right now. This was so great for me too because you two both have done a, a taken risks, you know, and like uh, I, I think I should, I really do. I think I owe it to myself because like this this thing that you said about tropical house funerals, I don't want that. <laughs> first and foremost, I want people to be wearing nice suits and stuff. No. Look good, uh, bro. Pick look up good. a nice suit. Look you good. Wear to like look good for me, please. Kentucky Derby or something. I want look, people. Look fucking, good for me. Please. I want some fly hats. I want some fucking blue white linen. I suits want you to bring shit. this shit back to like ancient Egypt and hire some criers. I want you to hire some like professional. <laughs> <cri-. Okay. laughs> nah, man. Do you hear about? Do you know about that? No. They used to. They're. I'm, I don't know. They like basically. Oh, that like, would cry like nonstop as a yeah, sign. Yeah, whalers. Of, they're actresses and actors that would be hired at funerals for like bro, pharaohs and that happens kings. today in North Korea. Yeah, for sure. Wait, bro, like, how do you even know that? Whalers. You've never been did there. You're, no, wait, did you know that? No. You know. You know in North Korea, like uh, I don't know where I saw this, 
But like when they do something about like you know Kim Jong Un, is it Un Il? Which one is it? One of the two. One of them. When he had like when he was sick or something, like people they they have this big assembly and parades of people and they would cry and like yeah. you stop crying first, like you're going to you're going to the camp, you're going to the professional whalers, man. I'm not yeah. kidding. That's a real thing. Like people would get it's a real sent shit. To do, yeah, like you have to like it's you can pull up a video like they hysterically cry or if it's a good thing, just applaud and like it's the, like they just would like, you ever go if you could North Korea? No, no. no. There's a marathon. I, mean, I have no. I can't. There's like, a marathon that you can like. I know uh, a buddy of you. Know, remember uh, Aaron Chamberlain? High yeah, school? Yeah, 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 yeah. I ran into him a few months ago. Right on. Yeah. He ran the North Korean marathon like. Yeah. He fucking shredded two years ago. North yeah. Korean marathon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't. Are you t- sure? Couldn't be more positive. North Korea. As north as it would get in Come the Korean on. of the two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Phil Aland the other day. Yeah, he's a chef at Melrose. Yeah, yeah, and he's a runner too. I've been bugging him. I've been texting yeah, him. Yeah, buddies are runners, man. Like and he's also a cyclist. He's, he bikes, dude. He is. He is. I need more runners. Ronis, Ronis just did a Ronis just did a marathon. Ronis is nuts. Try to do marathon. He does, this guy does like Ironmans and shit. I want to see Aaron Chamberlain. Why? Um, that's crazy. North Korea. I, you know, you doing I, a marathon? You said I'm doing. I'm doing a marathon. Yeah, I'm doing the uh, shout out to Becca. Um, Becca, so Becca and I are both running the New York City Marathon. Wow, fantastic. So I've applied. I've seen that. I've, Sam Johnson ran it, and I attended as a guest, so that was a lot Is of fun. Is it cool? Basically, I ran it with you. Okay, basically, pretty much. <laughs> was it cool, though? A good experience? So sick. It looks cool. She watches, like, uh, we watch vlogs in the morning. Like, it's like our morning routine. We don't watch the like, news and shit. Aww. But we watch. So she, it's her routine. I just kind of, like, I watch vlogs, too. It's, so a, she it's just, a great routine. There's only one TV pick- in the house. You don't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. It's a great so, routine and, like, to she, piggyback on. She always tells me if I try to put, like, sports on in the morning, which was my morning routine before, she goes, you're ruining my morning. I was like, so my routine just out the window. It's like gone. That's what it's happens dead. when you, you know, hey, start. It's a better one. It's a better no, one. No, but you know what? It's cool. Like we watch stuff that like, so if we're training for a marathon, watch marathon vlogs. Watch going to tr- travel to Greece, Greece vlogs. So you're getting like, getting information. Basically. I like that. It's cool. It's actually a good routine. Uh, we watched the New York City once to get prepared for it. It looks absolutely insane. Like oh, yeah. insane in a good way and a hard way. Um, because you have to ferry like to Staten Island mm-hmm. at like six in the morning. And then, and then you start in staggered times from like 9 a.m. through to like noon. Yeah, Johnson, um, Sam Johnson, Sam Johnson ran it. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a pretty cool spectacle to yeah. watch. I'm not, I'm not a runner. Running was always punishment. I hate it. Same I for still hockey. Hate it. You know, like if you if you had a bad game, run. You're late, run. You got you you got blown out the night before. Yeah, run. Remember, uh, bag skates or whatever they were called. Oh, but like that's the thing. Running to but me. So I so, so the in terms of the <laughs> going back to the like, thing about ADD and calming down. One of the things I did a lot during like the first lockdown of the pandemic, I was trying to do at least maybe the second one. Was meditate like I initially nice. like to get more peace of mind, sit in silence, whatever. And I actually enjoyed it, um, but then I started getting my back to my days where I'd be like irritable and I wake up in the morning or too like hyper, like hyperactive. And and the one thing that to me was like um, that translated well to like the meditating aspect was like was running. Is when you get in a flow state yeah. and run, you just kind of like your brain is clearing thoughts. And from when I using Headspace, one of the things they said, which I did not know and I thought it was cool, is like meditating is not about having like no thoughts because it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's about like when the thought enters your mind, like you just acknowledge it, but let it pass. It's like watching cars go by in traffic, which I thought was a cool yeah. analogy. I like so that. So the thought kind of comes in your head and out your head. Like you just got to let it go. Don't like latch on. And I, that could be wrong if any meditators out there correct me, feel free. Um, <laughs> but when I run, the same thing happens. Like, and even now, and I give Becca a lot of credit for this, like she can run with no headphones on for like Psychopath. hours on end. She's she's like very. Like, I do too. I, I work out without, without headphones. So I started doing that. And like when I run now, no headphones is great. It's like, yeah. You know, clears your mind, all that stuff. That's that I, I I definitely at one time I was like back in the day, I couldn't work out without headphones or pre workout. 
I, I just I would literally go home if I forgot one of the two. Like I've opened the bag. Nope, I'd leave. Honestly, I'm almost there. Right, but so, I will refuse to let that happen because I leave extra headphones in my car at all times. So I now one time I forgot my headphones and I had a book in my bag instead. So I was like, oh, I'm not gonna leave. I gotta do something. And I read my book riding my bike uh, for like 45 minutes, like Tabata, whatever it was, sweating onto the book, whatever. But like, <clears throat> I preferred it over music. I yeah. preferred it. Like I didn't look at my phone one time. So now it's to the point where like I leave my phone in the car, go work out and come back to it. I don't even look at me. No music. I don't no remember when I run. I just brought no, I just, watch on. Just and I go. straight up, just kind of zone out. And it's, it's I, the best time when I used to work out all the time was uh, at my old job. We were allowed to work out at lunch. Take as long a lunch break as you want, as long as you're bettering yourself, you know. So like, that's pretty cool. Some people were taking English classes because it was in Quebec, and we went to the gym. And when at the gym, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna use this quiet time to map out what I need to do for the afternoon, and it was so effective. And it all started without any music. I'm very, very pro no music, working cool. out. It circles back to that, again, this brings it all to the point of like, find that thing that you love doing and like quiets that noise in your head and, mm -hmm. and all those things. I mean, just like, that is the ultimate goal in life. If I do, it's a, mind. If I do it's a podcast or an audio book. Like I don't That's listen I to do, tunes yeah. anymore very often. I rarely put music yeah, on. I'm the complete opposite of both of you. Yeah. I want rap bangers, big room progressive house. And I'll do like four sets of bench press and forget that I was even at the gym. Yeah. Like I'll be like, you know those days where you're driving, you're just zoning out, you're driving mm. like, fuck, how the hell did I get here? That'll be me during a workout. That's your recipe. That, and that, work, uh, and that works, you, and that you works really for you. You really need stimulation, eh? Like to like... Sometimes just... I, you, like I was talking about this the other podcast about in the morning how I just want to listen to like nothingness. Oh, that's true. I want to hear people talk. I want to hear music, but I, I don't want any serious talks. Like I know I'm going to go to work. I'm going to have to deal with BS and work. And In the morning, I listen to Kiss925 or 999, and it's such lighthearted bullshit conversations mm -hmm. and that and like sometimes i don't even really listen to what i'm hearing i just like yeah. you hear the odd laugh here you hear the odd chirp here you hear the odd song here and i love it i get to the gym i'll literally there's maybe three or four plays i've been listening to recently see like my new music playlist which is eight or nine songs max my top 25 most played songs on my apple uh there's like an edm like summer house playlist from apple or my rap bangers playlist yeah and i put on one of those sometimes i'll be at the gym for two hours and i realize it was there for two hours like today I did the Stairmaster for 50 minutes before I got here and I only did this. I actually didn't go to do the Stairmaster. It's just because started working out. I started, let me do my five minutes. I got a phone call. Mm -hmm. Then I, okay, I got to check this email. Let me respond to this email. Okay. Then I got another phone call. Then next year I was like, I'm at 40 minutes. I'm like, okay, well, obviously I don't have time to lift weights. I might as well just do another 10. Yeah. And just like that, 50 minutes on the stairs, 600 cows, baby. Yeah. Boom. I hate the Stairmaster. I hate that shit. I could run for two hours, but I can't do that. Yeah. We all got a recipe. We all got something that makes us tick. And I think that's... Uh, Everybody's different. Identifying that and figuring out what works for you in every way is half the battle of this crazy little world that we live in. All right. Straight I'm going to start to wrap this up. But before we wrap yeah. this up, since nobody did ask me what kind of salad I like the most... Oh, you know what's funny? I, f I knew we forgot to ask that. Salad. Oh, I'm going right. to tell you this. Yes. Because I had a bomb salad a couple weeks ago. I don't remember where it was. It might have been the Cole's wedding, actually, where they charcoaled or they barbecued the lettuce... Okay. So it was a Nicole Caesar Gattani. salad, yeah. No, it wasn't her wedding. Oh, was and they had a beet salad or something. Oh, oh yeah, so it was Nicole. I, it was somewhere recently, maybe within the last two months. They barbecued or charcoaled the salad, and I was like, oh, I hate warm salad. This is gonna be fucking weird. <laughs> no, it's good. It was bomb. Warm salad, Caesar salad with the lettuce barbecued. They didn't cut it up, so you have to cut it up yourself. Which not the end of the world. 
Uh, but it was bomb. So my yeah. answer is a charcoal Caesar salad. Never even heard of it. I want the want fucking croutons. I want the bacon. I want the lettuce. The lettuce. I want the dress. I want it all. You know Frank what is sick really of good? That. You want something really good? Like, this is one of my favorite things. You know radicchio? How do you say radicchio? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The red one. Radicchio, yeah. It's a little bitter. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to eat. You, uh, you grill it or like you have a pan, like you just like sear the sides mm-hmm. so it gets kind of warm. Chop it like like coarse, so I can like cubes almost, like yeah, big yeah. chunks. Throw it in a bowl, a little bit of oil and um, balsamic glaze, salt mm. and pepper. <sighs> balsamic glaze. The glaze. Ooh. Balsamic glaze is good. Ooh, you guys ever do like tomatoes? With a little balsamic? bit of sea salt and balsamic glaze on it. I just eat tomatoes <laughs> and sea salt. Like that's like a, a, oh, a little. Oh man, try balsamic. Is that a little caprese salad with a little bit of the yeah. the bocconcini on uh, it too? Yeah, bo- oh, bo- bocconcini. Yeah, yeah. I hate. Oh, I, not oh, hate. Oh, I don't. I'm not. I don't know the hype between behind bocconcini. Well, it's it's, See, fla- it's, it's flavor. It's, it's flavorless no, cheese. I can never eat I cheese on that. its own. It's fake cheese with something else. Fake news. when cheese is my secondary item. I love it. Oh, I could eat. I could eat and. Bring any cheese here, the smelly cheese. Yes. I'll eat it. No, Absolutely. Like Don't like it. Put it what? with what? Like cucumbers in my tomatoes. Love it. Bocconcini, hate it. Put it with my fucking tomatoes. Love it. Any really? cheese on the you like charcuterie tom- board. You like, you like tomatoes? No, I'm a cucumber guy. Any cheese on the charcuterie board? <laughs> fast, fast answer. I love tomatoes. Uh, any cheese on the charcuterie board? Can't touch it. Really? Some prosciutto? I'll fucking wrap up the cheese and I'll make a little oh, sandwich. No. Really? I'm opposite. Oh, yeah, no, I fucking eat. hate it. I think cheese is my favorite thing to eat. Mozzarella, ew. Cheese. Like you know, cheese sticks. You know what I love? Cheese strings. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, got this podcast now. Like, just guy can't eat cheese strings. I hate it. Hate them. That's what? Interesting. Hate them. Why is that? Are you lactose? No. Uh, no. I poo milk. after any time I eat any dairy product, but I don't think I'm actually lactose. I think it's just my metabolism. <laughs> I just get a really, everything. I just yeah. get a really vicious stomach every time I eat. Dairy no, I don't products. get stomach aches. But anytime I have like ice cream, hey, if you guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up after this point. But, George, I want to ask you because you live close there. And, Eli, I feel like Excuse you might have been there, too. Dairy Cream. Yeah. Have you been there? Mississauga. I heard it's the best soft serve in the city of Toronto. It's like Dairy Cream. Freeze. I was going to say Dairy, dairy Freeze cream. I know of. So, Tom's, dairy Cream's off, dairy Tom's cream a big is one. off at Cothra, and uh, Cothra and Lakeshore. Yeah. Dairy, Tom's Dairy Freeze is in Mimico next to my, yeah. like, near yeah. Ryan. Uh, Queensway, Queensway and uh, New York-ish. Yeah. Just the West. Is just it East. better or worse than Tom's? I haven't had dairy cream in a while. Ooh. I had Tom's Dairy Freeze a few, maybe a month or so ago with, with Bex, and like, it was it was good. What's the spot at St. Clair that I'm thinking of? It's way St. Oh, Clair. you're thinking of the one, um, the orange sign, yeah. Dairy King? Dairy Freeze. Dairy uh, St. Clair Dufferin. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's when you're talking about. It's across from the steak place, but they got rid yes. of the steak place. And you know what's interesting? No. There's the no, park there. Place. The park. It's the, it's the West... It's the uh, southwest the s- corner. Yes, that yeah. You know, you know what's interesting? What's that? Is that not called Dairy Guaranteed Freeze? These were I know well, I like guarantee I know they were all owned by Greeks at one point. They still are. It's such a it's, it's like those like those like either like a charbroiled burger place or like an ice cream place. Greeks. You know how many Greeks own Dairy Queens? Greeks. Huh? You out of your of course. Yeah. Nothing more accurate was said today than that. If I walked into a diner, you know what's interesting? When I was living on uh, when I was on Camden, there's a place called Avenue Kitchen, like a greasy spoon. Buddy, it looks bomb. It's really it actually is a very good small little the crazy part? They close on fucking Saturdays and Sundays or something. It's uh it's a small like deli Tell counter. Tell me you launder of- money without telling me fucking launder money. Cash only. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. A yeah, restaurant that's right? closed on Saturday and Sunday past noon. Listen, I grew up I grew I grew up on the Danforth. You know, I I Tikanis, Georgie. Kala. 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 Uh, uh, but, but the one on Avenue Kitchen, whatever, I, how we get at this point about uh, oh walk money. in it's a diner. So I walk in there, I look at it. I literally first day I walk I live in the condo. I walk in, I look around. Hey, I'm like, Greek. I was like, 
they go, Simi, make your Greek. They're like, yeah. How'd you know? I was like, this looks like a Greek establishment. It is, they look so. Bro, like, did they have their little kids Johnny's watching the best burgers? No, you can see the guy. Johnny's Charbroiled Hamburgers. I will show oh, this place. Oh, on Victoria Park in Absolutely. Thing. Burgers, this, but they'll, they'll always have the little uh, chicken souvlaki there option. And I always get the tzatziki on my burger. And they're like, you've been here before? I was like, you better believe I've been here before. <laughs> the they don't offer lettuce. lettuce. No lettuce. You know what yeah. they say if you ask for lettuce? Mm. They will come back Sunday, we'll give you lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> it's You know, Eli, first time everyone said Tapanyaki restaurant was with Eli? Oh god, was that memories of That's, Japan? By like, uh, <laughs> is he Japanese? Wait, you spit it? You done disconnected it? You probably been turning that thing. It's probably like memories of Japan by like just hockey when we were kids. You have to twist this thing. You fuck this guy. Just took the fucking stand off. Whatever. Do you twist Check this thing? You mess this thing up. No, I, I never touched that part. Oh. oh. Turn. How the fuck did you come? We're well, wrapping things up anyway. That's it. Ricky's getting Anyways. destructive. Yeah, Eli, buddy, had a blast. Thank you. It's just nice to talk to you, gentlemen. It is. It's always, always a pleasure. Man. Always is. Eli, this people, was a, the fast hour and a half episode we've ever had. Yeah. That was an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, my God. Eli, Sorry. if people want to find out more about you, your arts, if they want to purchase a custom design, maybe soon you'll be doing this full time. Who knows? Where can they go? How can they get in contact with you? Give them the details. DM me at, at Eli Kimmer. That'd be Instagram or my website, EliKimmer.com. I didn't even know you had a website. Yeah. Or get my number from you. Hit me up. I'll put you in touch with my boy, Eli. Yeah, I just... And I want to go for coffee with this... We'll set this up. Awesome, dude. I'm going to set this up for you. I'll I come too, just because I want to be there. Yeah, I just really want someone else to push me over the ledge like that. But he... he oh, he fucking will. Sure. I, I need to hear one more Bro, time. I shoot my you shots. Both, dude, this you is both the king kid. of shooting his shots. This this is... You know, this is... I He's look, the king. Don't know the guy, but... Uh, Shout out to Richardy. Look up to him. I want uh, to awesome. do that I love very him. much. I love so. him. He just, he's launching new shorts. Did you see on Instagram? I think so. He's got I, black I with the blue heart. For like a day and then he's got the orange. Oh, I'll screenshot in your picture. Uh, if you made it to the end of this, we love you. We appreciate you. Follow Eli. Hit him up for some art. Follow us. Share this with your friends. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke. You take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes. And every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not.